Hello, and welcome to the BCBO podcast. It is Monday, March 28th, and I'm your host, Dan Merch, back for another jam-packed and fun-filled week. I hope everybody had themselves a fantastic weekend. I certainly did. Got to spend some time outside. It was really nice weather. Enjoying being down here in a few more weeks. I'll be heading back home to New Jersey, get to spend some time up there. But I have been uh, enjoying the weather down here, enjoying the mild winter, and now it's already starting to feel like spring. Well, it is spring, but it's been feeling like spring for a couple weeks now and really into the swing of it, and it's really, really enjoyable. So I've been enjoying my remote work, as we like to say, which is going to be the topic for today's episode is remote work and finding people and the good questions to ask to bring in good candidates for remote work. Uh, Before we get started, as I like to do on Mondays, let's make sure that we have set aside the time to go over and create our weekly schedule. Let's make sure that we are focused on being effective, not just being busy, and we have laid out the things that are really important for us to accomplish this week. I did that a little bit on Friday, did some more of it over the weekend, and I feel really good heading into today. I have some really nice meetings lined up this week and some really important tasks for me to tackle that aren't really all that time sensitive, to be honest with you, but they're really important and they're going to pay off down the road. So I've made them a priority. So make sure you're doing that as well. Okay. So nowadays we've talked about a lot, the great resignation and labor force and trying to hire people and all those kind of good things. We've talked about it on many episodes in the past. And as most people know, there's been a pretty big shift over the last couple of years. Uh, COVID kind of helped springboard that with people wanting to work remotely and not wanting to make the commute to the office every day, at least having a hybrid situation. But most people seem to prefer to want to have a position where they can work remotely. We're going to get into some of those numbers from a recent study that was done. I can tell you from our office and our situation, obviously, like I said, I work remotely a good portion of the time and a lot of our staff do as well. We have uh, one full-time employee that works entirely remote hundred percent of the time. And the rest of our staff are probably what I consider hybrid. They spend some time in the office, but a good chunk of it is remote because one of the beauties of our company and what we do is our work is all remote. We don't have to physically be in our client's office space to do their work. We utilize QuickBooks Online, utilize email, Google Drive, all that kind of good stuff. So we're allowed to work with our clients. We're able to work with our clients from anywhere, which means our employees can work from anywhere. And I can tell you, as we've built this team and in dealing with, you know, the existing people that are here, like Gina, right from the very beginning, uh, when she started out, it was a full-time office position. She came into the office every day, and it was something as time went on, this is long before COVID, just having the opportunity to be able to work from home some days a week was really important to her. And it became something that she did, and it really helped her enjoyment, for lack of a better word, of the position and what we were doing. It helped us grow the company. And now when she comes to the office, she comes to the office at least once a week, she really looks forward to it because you get the camaraderie of seeing everybody and doing our family lunches that we do and stuff like that. And, but she also gets the time to work from home and focus and everything else like that. So it benefits her. So as more companies move over to this, um, it's important that we're finding the right people, not only for the qualifications of the job itself, but are the right people for working remotely, because it's not something that quite frankly, everybody can do. Not every position obviously can be worked remotely, but not every person is kind of built and able to do it either. Some people need that going to the office every day. They need that you know, manager there, they need people around them. It's a different animal working remotely and working in the office. I do both. Both have their pros, both have their cons. So it's important to be searching out the right things. All right. So like I said, it's something that's become really popular and Flex Jobs did a survey recently and they spoke with a bunch of people and 95% of the people 
said that their productivity has is the same or higher working from home than working in the office. That's a really big number. That's their opinion. That's a really big number. At the same time, you know, remote work, it's not going anywhere. They've, especially in a competitive labor market, the way things are right now, there's a lot of jobs out there. People are trying to find the right candidates. More than half, 58% of people said they now want to work remotely full time. Now, like I said, there's also the hybrid and like most of our employees are hybrid. I don't know what percentage falls into that, but 58% wanting to work remotely full time is a big number. And when you're hiring people, just like when you're hiring people to work in your office, you're not just hiring just their skills and just their experiences. You need those soft skills, right? You got to fit into the team, got to build the right atmosphere, and you want to make sure that you're bringing on the best person for the job. And working from home is a skill, a soft skill, for lack of a better word, that's important. So this was able to, FlexJobs broke out what they think are eight essential questions that you should be asking on a job interview of people and when you're hiring for a remote position. And I thought they were really useful. So the first one being, have you ever worked remotely? If so, what were some of the challenges you faced? So first, it's important to understand why a person wants to work remotely. Because some people don't, like I said, understand the reality of it. They just think, oh, cool, I don't have to put on pants. I can just wear shorts or sweatpants all day. I can sit on my couch. So if somebody answers never, I've never worked remotely, we'll follow up with, well, why do you want to? You know, they should know that there's going to be some challenges to working remotely and understanding what they are. There's no sense in sugarcoating it. You want to be as honest and upfront about your position, about your company, about the situation, so that everybody's going into it with the right information and can make a clear, conscious decision. The next thing is, where do you prefer to work? Now, somebody not having a quote unquote home office doesn't necessarily disqualify them, but you want to understand where an applicant works best so that you can understand them as a person. So if they're already working from home, ask them about their setup. What do they have? Do they, you know, they have a nice area already set up, a desk, you know, where they can focus and do the work. Do they have an office? You know, some people do, some people don't. Is it someplace that's free of distractions? You know, if possible, you know, do a video interview, Zoom, whatever with the candidate, ask them to participate from that office. So you can, you know, get a feel for their environment and where they're at. Uh, ask them next, how do you plan on communicating with a remote team? So again, remote communication, that's the biggest thing I miss being in the office. I do Zooms with everybody every day, but we use a lot of different ways to communicate with each other. And anybody that you're bringing on board has to be comfortable working in that wide range of platforms, right? It's not just email. It's not just Zoom. We utilize WhatsApp. We utilize Google Drive. We utilize a program called monday.com. There's a lot of different ways for us to communicate with each other for all the different tasks that we have going on, all the different clients we need to handle. And for any business, it's never just one way and you're not going to be on the phone with the person all day long. So ask them how they plan on tackling that. What are their thoughts on it going into it? Again, you're trying to get the idea uh, that this person's putting a lot of thought into it of why they want to work remotely or if they're already working remotely, why they like it so that you can get that whole better picture. Next would be, how do you stay focused on your tasks? Now it's kind of a broad broad question. And based on their answer, you can kind of zone in and ask more specific questions and follow-ups. But if somebody says like, you know, I use noise canceling headphones to block out noisy coworkers. Well, okay. Well, what, are you going to face the same kind of distractions if you work remotely? Do you think that same strategy is going to work or do you need to do something different? Like what do they expect to do? What are their normal go-tos for how they stay focused and locked in on work? Next, ask them, what do you like and what do you dislike about working in an office? Again, you're just getting an idea of the person, what they're all about. And so say that the person says, oh, I love 
team building opportunities. And I love when the 10 a.m. coffee cart comes around, you know, at the office. Sounds like they like being at the office. So again, ask them why they're interested in remote work. They might not have thought about the fact that they're not going to get that face-to-face -face socialization and realize that, you know what, maybe remote work isn't exactly all it's shaped up to be. Like, yeah, I don't have to commute to the office, but I'm going to lose out on a lot of stuff. Next question is, what's the most challenging project you ever designed and executed? So that doesn't, how does that tie into remote work? Well, the idea being with that question is when you're working remotely, you don't have a manager standing over you all day or owners of the company and kind of checking on you. You got to be highly self-motivated. You got to be highly accountable. So it's easy for people to get distracted. Easy, you know, if you don't have the right situation, you don't have the right drive and motivation. Just be like, ah, I'm going to go sit on the couch for a little bit and catch up on this book or catch up on Netflix. So ask some questions about some of the projects they've worked on, how they executed it, and then, you know, kind of what their plan is going forward. Next is tell me about a risk you took and failed. What did you learn? So again, this isn't necessarily just a remote worker question. This is just a good question to ask. It gives that person an opportunity to be humble a little bit and give some insight on kind of how they operate. Do they only have one way of doing things? Do they learn and grow from their mistakes? Do they change? You know, again, not making the same mistake over and over again. Are they willing to admit when they make a mistake? So these this question kind of tells you whether a person is flexible, whether they learn, how they're gonna mesh with your team, things like things like that. And the last question being, how do you switch off from work? So ask them pretty bluntly, how do you plan on managing your days? Taking appropriate breaks when you're supposed to, stop working when it's quitting time. How do you plan on doing that? What's your routine for that? As I've talked about many times in the past when I'm working remotely, I use Tucker as my commute back and forth to work. In the morning, I take him for a walk. When I get back, I'm at work. And I'm in my office for the rest of the day. I'll go out to the kitchen and make a cup of coffee and stuff, but I don't step foot in the living room or, you know, bedroom, any place else like that. I'm in the office or the kitchen or the bathroom uh, throughout the day. And then when I'm done working for the day, Tucker gets another walk. I come back and I'm done working for the day. And then I don't come in my office again unless there's something really important until the next morning. So that's how I kind of separate my personal life and my work. And it's important that everybody does that. It's, you know, it can happen when you work from home that you kind of feel like you're stuck at work 24 seven because it's easy. Your computer's right there. So it's easy to respond to an email that came in. If somebody calls you, it's easy to go to your computer and get them the answer they're looking for, whatever the case may be. But it's important for your own mental health and for your productivity, your productivity from a personal standpoint and the productivity of the company that people get that time away from work. You're you should have it. It's not selfish or wrong for you to want to have time away from work. It is really important. So you want to make sure you do it. So you want to know how somebody plans on handling that, especially if it's a situation that they haven't been in before. All right. So I thought that was very useful, especially in today uh, today's age with everybody wanting to work, work remotely, like I said, to share some of that. If you're in the process right now of bringing on new people and you're looking to fill a remote position, hopefully some of these questions help you. If you want to discuss any of it, give me a shout. I'd love to talk to you. Facebook, email, phone call, LinkedIn. You guys know the deal and we can go from there. All right. Let's go have ourselves a fantastic Monday. I'm really looking forward to it. I got a bunch of stuff to get done, but it's going to be a great day. I just know it. You know why? I get to go to work today. I get to work on my vision and my goals. And so do you. But guess what's due, guys? The rent is due on our success. So let's get out there and let's pay it. Let's keep asking ourselves that question. How would the person I want to be handle the thing I'm about to do? Keep putting ourselves in that forward thinking mindset and keep pulling ourselves closer towards our goals. Happens every day, but you guys know by now.
Mondays are just chock full of box number one things. Things just popping up, becoming distractions, roadblocks, throwing me off my course. But it's going to be fine. I'm going to deal with all of it. I'm going to figure it out. I have a good plan for today. I'm going to get a lot of stuff done. I'm going to be really effective. And at the end of the day, I'm going to seek out and celebrate my successes and pat myself on the back. Make sure you guys do that as well. Go check out the website, bcbousa.com. That's where you can get all the good, good. And that's all I got for you people. Thank you all for listening. Let's go have ourselves a fantastic day. I know sometimes Mondays are rough, but don't start from a negative place. Start from a nice, high, positive place. The day's going to bring all sorts of negativity. Don't don't carry it in there with let it Let it come to you. Don't bring it yourself. And when it comes, just be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Limit that negative self-talk. Be kind to the people around you. And go out today. Put some good out into the world. Eventually, it will come back to you. I promise. Have a wonderful Monday, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.